Hello, and welcome back to Drinks First, the podcast in which you can meet New York City's kind of eligible. Um, (laughs) This girl definitely falls in that category. I'm super excited to have her on. She is a successful businesswoman and so much fun and gorgeous. And I will let her take it away. Um, Can you tell us where you're from and where you're living now? Um, So I'm from San Diego, California, and I'm living in New York City um, in the East Village, and I've been in New York for about six, seven years now. And how old are you? I'm 24. Okay, so you've been here since like 18? Exactly. Yeah. I was 18 and I hopped on a plane and I never looked back. (laughs) Except I'm trying to get to LA like next week. (laughs) Yeah, except like when you just decide to go back to the West Coast. (laughs) it's chilly I can just hop home are you did you go to college here is that why you came no so I never went to college I uh, moved to New York literally right when I turned 18 to pursue a career that I didn't really know what that career would be um, and started working in the world of fashion for a while which was fun learned a lot sounds great on paper Um, I got to travel the world which is amazing and now I'm doing what I'm doing now. I'm starting what, business. Yeah. So what did you do in fashion and what are you doing now? Um, I worked in fashion as a stylist assistant for, uh, we were working with like St. Laurent and ID Magazine and Vogue Italia. It was like amazing job. Um, I just got burnt out very quickly. And right now I own a furniture interior design company. Which is sick. So cool. How did you, like, I'm sure people are going to want to know, like, how did you pivot? One, how did you arrive in New York and just get a job, like, that, like, an amazing job in fashion? And two, how did you start your own company when you're literally, like, my age? (laughs) Um, Honestly, like, I don't want to say luck, but a part of it was luck with my job in fashion. It was just emailing the right people, knowing the right people, and it's, like, at the right time. Like, emailing them when they're like, oh, we're hiring. Um, but it's also like I started in like as an intern doing the bitch work and picking up garment bags. And then when you want something enough and you can work your ass off, then like you can get it. And I'm not the most book smart, but I'm very street smart and I have good taste. And at the end of the day, like that can bring you very far in life, which I've learned. Um, and starting my own company, it just kind of happened in a way by mistake. I started collecting things for my home. Um, and my boyfriend at the time was like, hey, we don't need like 10 Marvel coasters. Why don't you start a stupid Instagram account and name it after me and sell it? And I was like, okay. So then I started this company that's now named after my ex-boyfriend. Um, that's we love. <laughs> very successful. But that's just kind of how it started. And then just growing from there and just setting your mind to something and getting it fucking done does he have any stake in the company oh every time I see him he's like you know I get like 10 percent. I'm like uh-huh, no <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh well, he's under my name not yours like I'm sorry that's on, that's on synergy yeah <laughs> that's on real teamwork I'm just go buy him coffee I'm like here's a latte in exchange for like your name <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that is a good segue into my next question, which is where do you like to eat? Um, Where do I like to eat? So sushi, I'm like, not like a cheesy, like I like long walks on the beach and sushi. Like it's literally just all I eat. Um, So Takahashi in the East Village, I'm there about five days a week. Um, (laughs) Just an easy go-to, like a date night dinner spot, like maybe like Odeon or Odeon. I don't know if I said that right um San Ambrose I'm there quite often kind of just like the cheesy you know places where all like the downtown kids go the normal downtown cool kids spots well where do you like to go out go out pre-corona obviously of course um I was never much of like a clubber I tended to get drunk at dinner and then kind of find myself in a dive bar um, I'd go to St. Diffna's a lot in the East Village or Sophie's or Josie's again, that little circle. Um, maybe Primo's or Mr. Fong's. Mm-hmm. And then kind of see where the night takes me from there. Yeah, makes sense. Um, you're So 
are you into like the skater boy? Like, like I, I feel like that's kind of like Mr. Fong, Josie's like that sort of circle. It's so funny because I literally don't have a type. So it's like if you put all my boyfriends together or ex-boyfriends or guys I've dated, like you'd be like, what the fuck is going on in this room? Because like none of them would get along. They're all in different careers. Like some are 40, some are 19 like some are six six and then some are like my height or shorter and I mean like I like a skater guy but then like I kind of dated that once and I was just like Jesus Christ get your shit together like you're, you're fun to look at like it's nice to wake up next to you but when it comes down to like an intellectual conversation and like where you're going in life it's like I don't know it's not an answer at this like time or just like what your age is. I'm sorry. T, no, literally. I I've been there before and I'm like not having ambition is like yeah. a real a real red flag and, or honestly just a turn off. It's like I don't know. Like I don't need like a sugar daddy, but it's also such a turn on when a guy is like this is what I'm doing. These are my goals like and also like not that money's anything or everything at all but also just having the freedom of being like hey we worked the past four months non-stop like why don't we take a little vacation like let's get a house upstate let's go to Jamaica like let's do something and just kind of like reward ourselves but a guy that doesn't have that option is just kind of like great so I have to go on a vacation by myself or you're making me feel like shit for wanting to go on a vacation and it's like okay so that's you know, was- the elder bald men <laughs> I mean, I actually think this is such an interesting conversation because I was having it recently with my friends. Um, Like, yeah, we can say money doesn't matter, but it's like a person doesn't need to have all the money in the world. But what it like what matters to me is that they're kind of like in sync with me on how they want to spend it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I love going out to eat. I love traveling. Like I don't need to buy like really expensive clothes, but I'm like. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I dated a guy that was, like, I was really young. He was very old. And he just hadn't – he had ambition, but he was just a bit delusional on, like, in his ambition and what he could accomplish. But it was just to the point where I'm, like, hey, like, want to go to dinner or, like, have a date night? He's, like, I can't afford that. And it's, like, you're, like, 20 years older than me. Like, I'm asking to – I'm not asking to buy me a Chanel bag. Like, you can if you want, but I know you can't. <laughs> but, like, let's get dinner. Like, let's – put on a cute outfit or something and it was just like such like a heavy load on me yeah I feel that well I want to backtrack a little bit Mm -hmm. so how many boyfriends have you had I've had two long-term ones uh they were pretty much back-to-back separated by maybe like 24 hours (laughs) (laughs) what um I had one with a guy I was 18 and he was 34 um 32 um and on my end that's okay on his end it's a little a lot creepy um and he was just that like I just moved to New York he was that like heroin chic looking guy in the east village that like went to the dive bars and I thought he was so cool he was like the tumbler guy that I always wanted to date so yeah, we dated for about two years pretty intensely. We moved in together, but he was like, he's the reason I'll never date a Pisces, that's for sure. Um, he cried a lot. And oh, sorry, I'm having PTSD. Um <laughs> wait, how, all right, how did how did you guys meet? We met, um, I was working at like a little coffee shop. And mm-hmm. we just met naturally that way and he asked me if I wanted to grab a drink that night and we went to black market on seventh and a and had drinks got wasted he was the first guy I think I ever made out with when I moved to New York um wow so it was early days it was like no it wasn't I like never (laughs) talked (laughs) like I want to say it was like day five of me here I was probably like it's like seven months probably. Mm-hmm. And um, first guy that gave me attention. I never had like guys like really show interest in me in like high school or middle school. And so I was like, oh, a guy likes me like this. Just you just go with it. You Whatever. And I like totally did fall in love with him. 
Um, but ask me another question. <laughs> why did it end? Um, why did it end? It ended because I moved to New York. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was like working retail and like very ish beginning, but then also interning. And I started to grow and like I was getting great career opportunities and he wasn't. And again, it it was almost like he was jealous of my success because I was growing at such like a fast pace and I was making so many friends and like he felt uncomfortable with me hanging out with guys. And he always said like, if a guy is your friend, it's only because he wants to sleep with you. He doesn't actually want to be your friend. Hate, hate that. He was wrong, but actually like once we broke up, he was kind of right. (laughs) because I did sleep with all those guys but um it was just he always made me feel shitty because I was young I never like went out and like got drunk or like did you know made mistakes and every time I like would make a mistake he'd be like I told you not to do that I'm like well you're 34 and you made these mistakes and you're telling me not to do this because you learn from it and like I need to make these mistakes and yeah or also what am I gonna do like we're gonna get married I'm gonna live my entire life wishing I got like wasted I'm like let me just get drunk all the time right now (laughs) please and why did you decide to date somebody like so much older than you um I I have daddy issues um that's for sure um I've always been attracted to older men I've never been in a serious or even really dated somebody in my age range um honestly guys my age don't even come up to me and like ask for numbers or anything it's always elder men do you wish that was the case like do you want to date somebody in your age range no because I went on one date with somebody my age range and I like couldn't get out of there faster why what happened (laughs) he was just like he was kind of newish to New York I think and it was like this thing of like being young and then like referring so much back to their frat days and then like you'd go and hang out with their friends on like their roof or whatever and they'd be like let's like like sipping white claws and shotgunning beers and playing beer pong and I'm like this isn't fun for me like I'm happy to like get some like bottles of wine like let's like talk like have conversations and not just like guys like cheering each other on for like dumb shit and yeah I don't you know what I'm saying I know exactly what you're saying I think there's a I think it's also true for me too just because I like grew up here but there's a sensibility about like boys our age who moved to New York after college and they're very much like stuck in a in, like, the first few years of, are them kind of fucking around and, like, not really doing things that are, like, that cool probably to us. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, that interesting to us. I mean, it, it, it appeals to some women. I see. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. I don't think you should rule out everybody our age, though, because there are some really interesting people. I'm sure there are. I just – I haven't found them. Yeah, you just need to meet them. Um, like, I don't know – the thing is also like most of the guys I met, they're always through work when I was working in fashion and there's nobody in my age range that was working like in that job realm that I had. So automatically like my friends were older than then meet their guy friends and they were older. So I was like, never have been surrounded by like guys. I didn't go to college. I didn't have that crew. So it's just always been elder an elder community around me. Oh, do you, do you find that most of your friends are your age or are older or? Um, like my best, best ride and die friends are my age. Um, mm-hmm. and then like the little bubble outside of that is like 30 to 40 ish. Mm-hmm. And then I have like, you know, my acquaintances, all my acquaintances are older for the most part. So yeah, most like my tight knit group of friends are pretty young or my age. And so, like, when I go hang out with a lot of their friends, like, I feel so uncomfortable. It's, like, one, I don't know what to talk about because a lot of them are talking about their college life. Like, they're still bringing that up 24-7. And I'm, like, I never had that. And this isn't interesting to me. And then you go to, like, their parties. And it's, like, guys, like, they think it's so cool to talk about, like, oh, last night I did, like, X, Y, and Z drugs. And I got so effed up. And, like, you know, like, I need to do more drugs because I'm so tired from last night. And I'm, like, that's not cool. Like, that's, like, sad. And, like, that's a life that, like. 
I don't want to live and it's not sexy to me that like you think that's it's not a bragging matter yeah that people can get and that's what it feels like it is when you're hanging out with guys that are my age it's just like who can get the most fucked up I feel that do you drink yes yeah but you're just not like the kind of person who likes to well you do probably like to have fun, but I, I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's different. Like I, it's different. I get fucked up. I do drugs. I make mistakes. Whatever. But I'm not like I wake up so ashamed of what I like. I'm not proud of it. I'm not like. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> it's not cool to do it. Like I don't know. You know yeah, I, mean. <laughs> I I know exactly what you're saying because I'm exactly the same way. Yeah. It's um, so- yeah. Was there a reason you decided not to go to college? Um, I was pretty much an all F student. Um, I was never book smart. I don't really know two plus two. Um, and to me, it was just my mom agreed too. she's like, you're a very smart girl. You're going to do very well in life, but school is not your thing. And we both kind of had an agreement, like moving to New York. She's like, I'm going to help you out for the first year, like with rent. And that's it. Um, and so we like split rent. And then she's like, if you're not fully supporting yourself by the time you're 19, then like you need to either go to college or move back home. Um, and so it just kind of made me push myself and I did it. And I always knew there's like this little thing in my brain. I'm like, I will be okay. I will be successful. I can cross the road. I can get around daily life. And like, you know, I didn't if I wanted to be a nurse or a doctor or whatever, yes, I would have gone to college, but I knew I wanted to do something in the creative field and I didn't need to go to school for that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like you got a head start to yeah. it. I'm so thankful for it. And I'm also really thankful that I went through my crazy partying stages last year instead of like five years from now and I got it out of my system. And now I'm like, okay, focus and like, let's get shit done. Word, but when it comes to relationships, like, how do you meet people usually? Like, you met your first, okay, you met your first boyfriend in New York at your coffee shop. Then you said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna skip over this. You said you started dating your next long term boyfriend 24 hours later. Yeah, please explain the next day. Um, so we met, I actually met him, I think, two years before we started dating. He had a girlfriend, I was in a relationship, and we were like, not like flirty or anything but like we'd meet at work he was a photo assistant and I was a stylist assistant so we'd just like be on these sets and we'd be kind of bored and um then we were shooting again we were in Miami for a Victoria's Secret shoot and then we were like kind of flirting a little bit there and then he was like do you want to come out with us they're like going to the club or something but there's another guy on that set that I was sleeping with and so I'm like no I'm gonna go fishing with uh Matt so like I went fishing instead, which honestly is my favorite thing to do. I was having a blast. And then whatever. Then we saw each other again, I think a few months later. Shooting again for Victoria's Secret. And he's like, hey, like, do you want to hang out or grab a drink later tonight? I'm like, okay. So he grabbed, I thought it'd be like me and him uh, getting drinks, but we went to his like friend's office and it was me and like 10 other French guys that barely spoke English. And I felt so uncomfortable and so I like kept drinking, drinking and drinking. And then we went to dinner. And then at this time, I thought he had a girlfriend. I didn't know it was a date whatsoever. Um, and then we went to karaoke and then I just made out with him. Oh, no, I, I think I asked. I said, do you have a girlfriend? And he said, no, we broke up. And I said, OK. <laughs> and then we just started making out. And then um, it was the first time that like. I really, I think, even, like, kissed somebody besides, like, my long-term boyfriend before. So then in the morning, I woke up, and I was, like, I don't, I did sleep with him. I don't remember. No, I think I did. Um, (laughs) And then I went about my day. I went to work, and then he texted me, and I was, like, oh, my God, he texted me. This is crazy. And he was, like, it's good hanging out with you, blah, blah. Let's grab a drink or dinner or something. And then we just started hanging out, and kind of instantaneously we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend we did like six months but just like consistently hanging out like he was pretty much my boyfriend um 
And that's how we met. And that's how the cookie started to crumble. What did you have to, did you feel like you had to get over your ex? Is that kind of like so over him? You were already over him. Like, no, I did not want to talk to him. I did like, I just didn't care what he was doing. And so we lived together. And then I think he finally moved out. It was like right when we, he moved out that I started um, dating this other guy. But he was just kind of like, my ex was very much so in love with me. And I crushed him. And it like was really, really sad to see because he was already a very thin man. And he dropped like 20 pounds in like a month. And it was just like... Uh-huh he looked so ill and he would call me and be like, I'm going to jump off the bridge. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, I'm so in love with you. Like I need to be with you or like, or else like I'm going to do this. And I'm like calling his mom. And I was just like, I, I love, I will always love you, but like, this isn't my job. Obviously I'm going to make sure you're okay. And that was just to me. I'm like, I can't be like around this. Like, yeah, I struggle with my own depression myself. And I'm like, I need someone that's like, pretty more like a little more level-headed than me and it just wasn't gonna work out and how do you like walk away from that sort of situation like it's so manipulative and like emotionally abusive it was like a lot of back and forth of like I would I wanted to break up with him for so long and then so finally I did it and like obviously like you like okay let's like work it out let's try again but like every time like he would like kiss me. I'm like, I was so grossed out. And like, I just didn't want to sleep with him. I wasn't sexually attracted to him. I didn't want to hug him. Like, I just didn't want him to open the door and be home. And I was just like, you have to just do this for yourself. And it's like, I was like, he like, he was searching, like shopping for rings. And I'm like, I, I was like, I just need to go. And so I was like, we broke up. We were like, for like three months. Then we like got back together. He like moved back in. But that whole time, every single day, I'd wake up and be like, you love him. Like, just love him. Like, I'm like, why the fuck am I telling myself this? I'm like, I wasn't even 21 yet. I was like 20. And I was like, you're just like, I was like, just get out of it. Mm -hmm. Make sure he's okay. Like, obviously, you don't want anything bad to happen to him. You want the best for him. But like, this isn't going to work out. And then it had to be like, he ended up pretty much overnight completely cutting ties with me and like, blocked me on like everything like email like whatsapp absolutely no way to contact him and that was pretty much the last of our talking except like sometimes I'd get really drunk I'd be like what is he up to and I'd like find like go on a friend's phone and like make a new Instagram like hey how are you and like um but yeah it was just something where it's just like you just have to just like end it yeah. It's not going to get better. You're not going to fall in love with him. And then I would try to tell myself, like, maybe it's just, like, not the right time, but you'll get back together. And two years from now, you're just not ready. And I was just like, I never want to wake up next to this man. Yeah. Not, I deserve better. And also, he deserves better because, like, I was never going to love him the way he loved me. It's that's like a really hard thing to do to walk away from a situation like that and come out of it like so self-aware yeah. and like like able to continue to be in like healthy relationships. It's like a really hard thing to do. It's really hard, but honestly, like every relationship I've been in, you just have to look at it as like a learning curve in a sense. And like with him, and I was like, okay, we're not gonna date a Pisces. We're not gonna date somebody that's like you know like a bit older and like that you were kind of supporting them not again that money means anything but it's just like you just need to date somebody that has their fucking shit together and is growing with you and also at the end of the day is proud of you for your success and not jealous over it yeah and you were so young I was so young and like I was like so in love and like the first time we like I remember just like the first time we broke up just like crying constantly over it and the second time I was like I'm like I'm not gonna shed a fucking tear over this man yeah <laughs> like no I was like, you just, and then you met your next boyfriend <laughs> yeah and I fell very much so hard in love yeah so I was 21 and he was 32 at the time 
Um, we okay, so pattern. Pattern. <laughs> You've got to be over 30. Um, we work together, but we are both like, he was actually, I owe a lot to this fucking guy. Um, I was working for a stylist pretty much full time that I was miserable in and we were doing like amazing shoots or whatever, but it wasn't the realm of fashion that I wanted to fully be in. Um, and he very much was like looking over just like logistics and he's like, this isn't right. Like pay or like, just like small things. And he's like, sit down. He's like, write this fucking email and like demand these things. And I was like, I'm nervous. He's like, just do it. He's like, you're so good at your job. Like, and he pushed me to like, know your worth, know my worth. And he was like, all right, quit the job. And I was like, okay, I'm done. And I just like had a panic attack at this job. I was like, I'm done. I like walked out and everyone back. And he was like, so proud of me. And then he's like, it was the month of August at that time. And so fashion's like dead. Everybody goes on vacation. So me and him went on a vacation to Jamaica. Um, and we had a beautiful trip. And it was like, I was extremely nervous. And, but it was just so fun and easy. And... I just remember being so pissed. He didn't say he loved me that whole trip. It like literally made me, I got drunk at the bar, but he like fell asleep. And then I went to the bar and got drunk by myself and like bitched at the bartender. I was like, this guy saying he loves me. Like, I don't get it. Like, what am I doing wrong? Um, So we went on that trip and then we went back and then we both got fucked up a few days later. I'm totally going off topic. Um, You're fine. And then he was, we were just like really drunk and we were laying in bed and I said, tell me you love me right now. And he's like, what? I was like, just say it. And he's like, I love you. I was like, oh, thanks, baby. I love you too. So that's how that was said. Um, and then he was kind of just very, he was much more connected back to your original question. He was more connected in the industry of fashion. He was working in it longer. He worked for some of the best photographers in the world. And he would just like be like, here's the email to the stylist, like, which was very much like, do not give out emails. And he'd be like, here's this person's contact, like email them, send your resume. And so he was like, you're going to, there's this realm of like top five stylists. He's like, you're going to get a job with them. And there's one stylist that I was like obsessed with. And I was like, if I was to work with anybody, it's this guy. And he's like, we're going to get you that fucking job. So he like gave me like his current assistant's email. I emailed him and I ended up getting the job. And it was like, probably one of the happiest moments of my life and he was so proud of me like it's like they had like a little party and like pop champagne in my honor and it just felt like honestly like kind of like at home and like I was living in New York for two three years at that time but I never felt like I had this like family or friend group because I spent so many of those years in this relationship with this guy that just was like we're gonna sit at home and cook dinner every single night and like Mm -hmm. I never like made friends And it was just so nice being with somebody that had a social life, had a job. Like he'd be like, okay, like I'm leaving and I'm going to be in Paris for a month. And it was just like that beginning of like totally trusting him, which I loved. And, but also just like, I'm doing my job. You're doing yours at the end of the day. Like, I don't know. We just talk about how we're growing together and we're in the same realm. And it was just nice. And then some days we'd like, be like oh my god we're booked on the same job we're going to Paris or like London or something and it was just like a really cute excitement um and it was also perfect for a while (laughs) so then what happened so um then there was some sketchy things I'm very I will tell you a woman's intuition is the most correct thing and there is nothing more like in telling them that but um it was one day we were at the gym together it was during one of the craziest snowstorms like a few years ago and I was just like gonna go to my apartment he was going to his he was gonna get drinks with friends I'm like okay whatever hopped on the train home and then ah he had find my friends on and he stopped kind of just like texting me and like totally like went off the top of the like just disappeared Mm-hmm. and I hope nobody can figure out who I am on this podcast because I'm going to out myself a bit but um he disappeared and his last location was this apartment 
And I was like, oh, interesting, because he said he's at this other bar and that bar is like five blocks away. I'm like, okay. So then I'm like his ex-girlfriend. I somehow figured out where she lived because of a photo of a red door on Instagram. And so through my Googling and through the location, he was at her apartment. And at this time, it was like he was there from 6 p.m. And I think I put this puzzle together around midnight. And I'm like, okay, you're at your ex-girlfriend's apartment for six hours. I'm like in a tiny apartment. I'm like, if you're in a room with your ex, I'm sorry, but like something's going to happen. That's just logistics. Like it's just how the world works. So then finally I sent him a text. I was like, I literally was like on my computer. I was like psychics. Like I was getting psychic readings online. I'm like, where is my boyfriend right now? Like I lost it. And they were like, he's having fun with a girl. And I was like, this is some sketchy. They probably just like, whatever. And then so I texted him. I was like, I know where you are and I know what you're doing. And then literally within five seconds, he's calling me and I hear a door slam. And like right when he like is outside and I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you? Blah, blah. And I'm like having a panic attack. I'm crying. I burnt a cigarette. I burnt my eyelashes off. I was like a complete complete mess I like lost it and this is kind of when I started to lose my shit for a bit um and he completely lied about where he was and then he was like hey do you want to like grab coffee in the work in the morning before work tomorrow and I was like that's very weird that you want to grab coffee before work because like we had to be at the office like 9 a.m like I was like you're doing something sketchy you get coffee and then I'm like oh I'm going to get like go to a psychic today because me and my friend actually just planned to do this like a week ago week prior and then so he's like I said that and his eyes were just like he like flipped and he was like why and I'm like I don't know I just want to blah blah so then all day he's literally calling and texting like every hour how are you babe what's going on like just being like fishy go to the psychic whatever we meet up later he's like right away what did the psychic say like what's going on and then I'm just like pissed off that night and then the morning we wake up and I'm like he's asleep. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. My fingers are like trembling. I'm like, do you type in the passcode? Like, do you do it? I did it. And then the, his last call the night prior was to a person who's his ex-girlfriend, but he changed her name to a male. But her iCloud email was still synced. So I'm like, you fucking dumbass. I was like, if you're going to do this, do this right. So then I like tapped him and I'm like, hi, how was like your drinks last night with blah, blah, blah. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, it's like right here. Like it says on your text, like you'll be there in like 10 minutes. He's like, I didn't do that. I'm like, oh, so you just like changed your number. And then like, I was like, dude, I was like, just be fucking honest. Like say what happened. He denied it for like an hour. And I was like, there's like proof, like, come on. So then once that happened, then I was just like lost all trust. And to this day, he says nothing happened. Which, yes, he says that, like, they just talked and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I didn't want to tell you. And I was like, my whole thing is, like, you do need closures with ex, like, you know, ex-lovers. I still would love closure with my first boyfriend. And I would be very much okay if he's like, oh, we're going to grab coffee or meet up and just talk about everything that happened. I'd be like, okay, fine. Do it in fucking broad daylight, not her apartment. Yeah, and don't keep lying. I'm, like, literally showing you the text saying, like, on the way. Like, stop lying. Um, And then just after that, it was just a constant me of feeling the need to go through his phone. And, like, every time he was with a girl that I didn't know, like, I would freak out. And um, every time I would go through his phone, there would just be something sketchy. Like, it wouldn't be, like, I slept with her, but it'd be, like, a girl's, like, tit pics. And then his response to it would be, like, it's not appropriate and I'm like you're in a relationship with me like grow up kind of um and so that with our trust was completely broken because I went psycho but for a reason for a reason and I could have handled things better I probably should have just ended the relationship but instead we decided to move in together what Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah so and the first day we moved in is when I looked at his phone again and it was a girl's tit pics and he said oh I wish I was snuggled in your boobs right now 
as we're like moving a mattress like onto the bed frame and I'm like (laughs) and did I mean at that point you must have known right and you were just like it's fine I was we were there's like a bunch of friends over and so I was just like just compose yourself Mm. later I was like building up we were drinking and like a fucking tornado is about to hit and like right when this like friend like shut the door I just like lost it and it was just like I think he slept on the couch that like our first night in this apartment slept on the couch like I slept in the bed and like then he had I went to Paris the next day for like a month and it was just this like I mean, I should have just ended the relationship there because, like, once you lose trust in somebody, there's, like, no way to get it back. Yeah. And it made me crazy. I regret a lot of the things I did and said, and it made him completely crazy because I was – every time he would leave the home, it would just be, like, he knew I'd, like, run over and, like, open up his laptop and just, like – Yeah. Toxic. It was toxic. And it also became to a point where he became so into his career that, like – which I'm all for, but, like, I would be traveling for a month, then he would leave, like, the next day. I'm like, hey, we have one night together. Like, let's have sex. He'd be like, I'm sorry, I need to, like, edit these photos. And it was just, like, Hmm. I would cry myself to sleep, and I'm like, am I ugly? Does he not find me attractive? Like, why does he not want to sleep with me? Like, what have I done wrong? And I'm like, I'm way hotter than you. Like, I don't need to (laughs) cry myself to sleep about me not being hot enough. Like That's tea. That's tea. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, it doesn't even matter how hot you think you are. Like, nobody should feel that way if they're in a relationship. Nobody deserves to feel that way. I think no matter how long in your, you're in a relationship with, like, even if it's, like, once every month, but just, like, having that feeling of wanting to shove someone against a wall and make out with them is so important. And, like, like sex is, like... A lot of, like, you'd always be, like, sex isn't everything in a relationship. I'm, like, it's not, but, like... It's a large part of it. It is a big part of it, and it's a big part of also just, like, a woman's confidence. We already have low self-esteem. We already feel like shit half the time. And, like, a lot of us feeling like shit is because we don't feel wanted by men, which, like, sucks, like, that we even feel that way. But, like, that's the reality of it. Yeah. Being with somebody that, like... You're, like, in bed wearing – I would never got that sexy, but, I'll, like, whatever. And, like, I'm not even, like, noticing or, like, touching you or, like – or me crying myself to sleep and then him just ignoring it because he's, like, I'm too tired. Like, yeah, it's not you. It's me. And I'm, like, well, just get over with it and just, like, get it up and have sex. It's not that hard. Take a Viagra. I don't know what to do. <laughs> honestly, like, honestly, you don't even want that. Like – <laughs> Yeah, it should that shouldn't even be like not like you said, not like sex is the most important thing in a relationship, but like I we talked about money, like these things are still a factor. Like it's still a factor. You can't like just because you don't want to be superficial and say like, oh well, I don't care about money or I don't really care that much about sex, like the all of that is part of being in a relationship. Like and being in a relationship is like sharing your life with someone and those are part of life like those are things that are part of life I think a lot of it is like the stigmatism behind those things and people like just think of like oh she only wants a guy for money she wants a black Amex or whatever I'm like I'm not looking at money I'm looking at the overall success and your drive and like where life will take you yeah like this might sound shallow whatever but like when I have kids in a family like I really just don't want to like stress about putting food on the table or like just things like that. And like, that's just a natural human instinct. It's like, we already have so much stress. Like, let me knock out the money factor of it. And like, I'm not asked, like, I don't need, you know, a mansion or private jets, just normal living. And if like looking at your track record in your future, if, and you're older and you haven't grown, even if you're a little behind, but there's no growth, in like your career then it's just like I can't do that I know and it comes it comes from a place also because you are somebody who's like so successful and so driven that like those are things that you want for yourself and those are things that you're you're gonna make happen for yourself so when you are like growing with somebody which is what a relationship should be like it, it can't be it has to be synergistic like they have to be moving along with you or they need to be propelling you yeah if if they're bringing you back it's not worth it 
And also just like I a struggle I've had and even like with my last ex, um success is something that like kind of pisses him off, I've noticed. Like I got like a big deal or something and I would call him like when I left fashion and he would be like he'd be like great so you just call me to brag and I'm like no I'm calling you because I'm happy and this is a big career moment and it was just he would just make you feel like shitty about it you'd be like all right well good luck enjoy have fun and this like sarcastic stuff and it's like I would just why is it a competition the male ego is too fragile it's too fragile it's just like don't you want your partner to be just as successful as you like because like at the end of the day honey we're putting this money together and we're like we're just gonna stir the pot like exactly exactly like it's it's a sign of like immaturity and like no progression if a man is like not down to have somebody who is has their own stuff going on and like has, can be happy for them and not just men in any relationship like friendship and yeah. like anything you want people who are going to support you 100 percent. and like even like if I have friends that like I get jealous over like of course it happens I can work for us or whatever and I just have to tell myself like their success is amazing they worked hard for it like they're you just like sometimes I do have to tell myself like don't be jealous like you're doing great they're doing great and like it's great to surround yourself with people that are like successful because it pushes you to like, fuck, like I want to do better than them. And then so like you push and then that accelerates them because they want to be doing better than me. And it's like, not that it's like a competitive thing, but that's just kind of how life works. And I mean, life, it, we live in a capitalistic society. Yeah. Right? Like we're, we're taught that that's like, you have to do better than the person next to you. But there's enough space in the world for you to be successful and the people around you to be successful. Those are the people you decide to surround yourself with. But also just, you got to be proud of like the people that have your back. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. Your best friends, the ones like in your circle, like just be so proud of them and watching them grow is like my best friends, like seeing them grow, like makes me so happy. Because, like, they're happy, and then I'm happy, and, like, I don't know. I have a friend, yeah. that, like, every time, like, something, you know, good in work happens to me, she literally cries, and I'm, like, it's just, like, the sweetest thing ever, and I'm, like, fuck, everyone needs to be like you. Yeah, and, I mean, you need to find somebody who is, like, a partner for you in that way, and, like, you you clearly have so much to give, and you want to give that to your future partner as well, and I know a lot of people who are like that like but also then I like wonder it's like now that I am like fully single it's like do you guys find it sexy or impressive or hot that like a girl has her own career or like do they want it like that is uh, absolutely that is absolutely not a thought that you should be having because if a guy doesn't think it's sexy or hot that you have a career he's not the guy for you totally but like then I like wonder I'm like I don't, I, maybe I'm just, like, like, I had one guy I dated that was, like, I dated this mega, mega wealthy, like, private jets everywhere, like, baby, I'm taking a Celine Chanel, like, we're getting you whatever you want. I didn't date him for money. I didn't know he was this wealthy when he first started dating. I need to clarify. How wealthy. did you start, how did you meet? Um, again, through work, um, through my furniture stuff, he had a store opening and a friend recommended me to like help him design the store. Um, and I was, I'm attracted to personalities, not looks. I don't really care what you look like. I will decide you're sexy because your personality is so fucking sick and you make me laugh. And me and him would just like lay in bed and like completely sober talking till like 7 a.m. to the point where I'm like, I need to sleep on the couch because I need like an hour of sleep and like I just can't be around you. And it was like this really amazing instant like click. Um, I for- oh, but then it was just he, it was that group of like New York guys that like have the drivers full time and they just want a girl that like doesn't have anything tying them down. They can be like, Hey, we're going to Miami this weekend. We're going to Dubai. Like we're doing this. And like, 
I don't know. It was like, he was like, I don't, like, I would go to like CVS and I'd like get a water and I'd like go to pay for it. He's like, don't ever pay for anything. Like when you're with me. And like, it makes me feel sexy when I like take a guy out to dinner. Like I like doing that. I like for the bill. Like first date, please pay for it. But like after that, like, I don't know, like a few dates in, like I'm enjoying my time. Like there, this is my treat. You've done enough. Yeah, no, I, I feel like we're very similar because I'm like that too. I just like, I, yeah, first date, it's nice if they pay, but then I feel like weird when thing, like, I don't want to feel like I owe anybody anything. Same. I hate that feeling. Yeah. And if it's like, I can afford it, then why not? You know? Of course. And like, it's just like, you throw down the card, you like feel hot. It's like, throw it down. (laughs) So he, like, wasn't really down for that. No. And this is actually, it's, <laughs> um, yeah, so that ended. Um, <laughs> that was probably one of my funniest dating stories to date. Tell me. I'm going to pour myself another glass of wine. Okay. It, it is literally, I need to show you, like, photos of him for reference because it makes. I would love to see a photo of him. I will send you afterwards. So. Basically, we met and we were just kind of like, that was the first guy that, so I broke up with the long-term boyfriend, mm-hmm. went back to California for a few months and then came back. And then I went through this, like, I was drunk all the time. I slept with everybody in the East Village. I got my slept phase out. Um, and it's something I'm a little bit ashamed of, but it's also like, at the time, that's what I needed. I needed and guys to tell me I was beautiful and so I did it and he was the first guy that I kind of like actually like went on like dinner dates with and stuff like that so we were building this like store together and um one night it was like kind of the end of it he like texted me he's like what are you doing for dinner I was like nothing he's like all right he's like where are you and he's like my car is gonna come my driver's gonna come and grab you I'm like okay so his driver comes and grabs me he like gives me like a $500 bottle of wine. And then we're like in the car. He's like, we're going to dinner. And he's like, do you want a glass of wine? And I was like, sure. He's like, well, I don't have a wine opener or like a glass. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like trying to like crack this shit open. I'm like, I just need to like drink right now. So then we're like swigging this like bottle of wine in this car. He's like smoking a joint. It's like ash everywhere. Like this is like literally the funniest guy ever. Um, We go to Milos and wherever. And we sit in not like a normal table, but a banquet hall sits a feet like 50 people. And he orders like pretty much one of everything on the menu. And I have like a fear of eating in front of guys in the very beginning. So I think I poked at a tomato like for the full like two hours. Oh no. And then I was kind of like drunk at this point. I'm like, wait, is this like a date? He's like, no, like I have no desire to like, you know, like this is just like a work thing or whatever. I'm like, okay. And then we end up, like, shopping on my phone. He's, like, what do you, like, want? Like, I, like, owe you a present for all this. And I'm, like, oh, like, I want this, like, bag, blah, blah, blah. So then <laughs> we're actually, like, in a mall. This sounds, like, cheesy, but we're at, like, the Hudson Yards or whatever. And then we walk past, like, Prada or then, like, Cartier. He's, like, other oh, clothes. We can't buy anything. End up going to – he drops me off at home. Then he picks me up later. We go to his friend's party. Then I sleep over. Did not sleep with him. Did not kiss him. And then we wake up. He's like, let's go to like XYZ store. Let's get you this purse that you wanted. I'm like, okay, great. Then I'm like, I always am so used to I'm just to- curious. What was the purse? Prada bag that I've been wanting for a long time. Okay. <laughs> and then like, it was actually funny because like a week later, he's like, it's weird. You wanted a Prada bag and not like an Hermes. Like I would have gotten you like a Birkin if you wanted that. And I was like, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> like you could have told me that um so then that next day I didn't call or text him at all because I was so used to just guys like sleeping with me and never texting me or hearing from him again and telling me things so I would like sleep with them and then he was like so upset that I didn't like call or text him and I was like oh okay so then we started just like seeing each other like all the time and he was extremely protective of me and like making sure like I had everything I needed he's like you can have the driver like do whatever you want one was it like familial wealth for him or did he was he did he make his own money mm. both came from money and then grew the money he came from mm. situation um so then one day if he ever hears this podcast I feel like I have a lawsuit being thrown on my ass <laughs> but one day we went to dinner 
and he had really, really bad anxiety, like very bad. And he had some trauma in his life and he asked me a few questions and it kind of related to his trauma. And we're sitting right next to Nick Jonas at dinner. And so he's asking me these deep questions about my life and I'm telling him about my father's death. And so he stands up at dinner and I'm like, that is a very weird time to go use the restroom, but like, okay. So he stands up and starts walking away. And then I just look over and he just falls over like on his face. And I'm like, what's going on? I was like, did he trip? And like, he's just a very funny man to just watch fall over. It's just like the funniest thing in the world. He falls over and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So then I like kind of pick him up and then he just starts like walking, kind of running. And then it's double doors. Nick Jonas is watching this whole situation. I'm mortified. He falls through the double doors and faints again. And then I'm like, oh my God, is he having a seizure? I'm like, are you having a stroke? Like, what are you doing? And then I'm like, okay, he's having a panic attack. And then like all, like everyone in the restaurant's like, I'm like, throw ice on him. So I'm like putting ice on his face and then he wakes up. So then I like grabbed the busser and I was like, give me the check. And I was like, grab my bag on that purse. I'm never going back in that room again. So he's just like passed out on the floor, like fainting from anxiety of like me telling this story. So then it was whatever. It's like cute. He's like, you saved me. His mom was like, you saved my son. I'm like, I didn't save your son. I put a fucking ice cube on his head. <laughs> and then whatever. I met the parents, sisters. And then we went on another date. And again, I don't like eating in front of guys. And he has a weird thing about thin girls. And I was apparently too thin for him which I'm not like overly thin. It was just too much for him. And so we're at dinner and he's asking me basically about my weight. And I say that and he starts to stand up and I see him sweating. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're at, we're at Nobu, like right smack in the middle. He's like good friends with all the workers there and blah, blah, blah. So then he starts to stand up. I'm like, stop, 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 stop. So then he grabs like the carafe of water and pours it all over his head. So You're like, fucking joking. It's literally everywhere. So my sushi is like back in the ocean. It's like floating on the table. I'm like freaking out. And then he starts to try to run again, grab him by the jacket, like throw him on the chair. He's like, give me a Xanax. And then he has this like keychain that keeps all his pills. So I'm like getting him like pouring Xanax and I like, put it in your tongue like 15 seconds. I saw this in a movie, I think. And then he takes his jacket off, but then his shirt comes off. So then he's shirtless in Nobu with a table that's flooded. He's soaking wet. I'm like dressed up. I'm like call a car, like whatever. So then we like, <laughs> I'm like literally scooping water off the table, like with my hands. And it was the funniest, most embarrassing thing ever. Like we get in a car and I think that morning, I don't know if I went home or whatever. And that was the last time I saw him. What? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I saw him ever again after that. I woke up that morning and then that was it. I was going to California like five days later and it was like he wasn't really reaching out or trying to hang out. I'm like, all right, it's kind of... He had a panic attack because you were like a little like not thin enough for him? I was too thin for him. You were too thin for him. And I wasn't like... It, I'm like a normal, like thinnish person. It wasn't like crazy, but it, yeah, it, you're thin. It was like too much. He's like, I can't handle that, and he just like full on hyperventilating, like sweating, covered in water, shirtless, like fidgeting, trying to call a car. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> Bullet dodge. <laughs> I never saw him again. And then I went home for Christmas, and then he sent me Chanel sneakers in the mail. I was like, and I'm sorry, I'm breaking up with you. I mean, not a bad way to go. No, I was totally like, no worries. Break up with me again, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like I did. He was the first guy that I really, 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 really fucking liked. And I was kind of heartbroken over the situation for like three months almost. Not like heartbroken, but I was sad. How long ago was this? This was September to December. Oh, and then pretty much... 2019. Yeah, so then we had, like, two months and then quarantine. Cheers, it's our year anniversary. Oh, my gosh. What what did you like about him? He was so funny. Like, I was just, like... We're both, like, funny people, so we constantly were just, like, laughing at each other. And, like, I would say a joke and he would say something, but it was the same, like, sarcastic weird ass humor Mm -hmm. and I felt like comfortable to be myself and 
at the end of the day is the fact that we would lie in bed until 6 a.m. just talking and laughing like not on drugs just like I don't know and it was just like this like yearning for him and like touching him which was like weird because I was really not attracted to him um and yeah so was that like the last thing you were in oh my god that was a year ago yeah (laughs) I mean there's no shame there's been like literally nine months of us doing nothing like thinking of my life that was the last I was kind of yeah that was like the last thing I was a 50 year old for like a minute (laughs) had that happen um his name is Malibu daddy is what I call him okay um he, I met him through a friend and we find out, found out we went to the same high school and we were just like talking through Instagram, whatever. And then I was like, oh, you actually follow my business account. And then, so we just like met for drinks, um, and at Malibu house and it was fun. And we just like got along very well. It was like some of the best sex I've actually ever had. Um, and yeah. It just naturally, it wasn't really seen. I would like go to Mal- or LA for like a week. We'd hang out, fly to New York for a few months, come back. We'd talk a little bit in between. Yeah. Um, but I think I was so desperate to like be in a relationship at that point that I was just kind of like, I'd get drunk and be like, I love you, date me. But we'll like, we're together. Like, it was just like this like thing of me being like, wanting to be loved by somebody and not having like any confidence in myself. And we're friends now. <laughs> so where do you where do you feel you're at now? Like, what do you want? I don't want to talk to a guy. I'm I'm very much go with the flow right now. If I meet somebody, cool. If I don't, I don't care. I don't want to sleep with a guy unless I really like him. I don't even want to go on a date with a guy unless I'm actually genuinely interested in. If we have no text banter or wanting to text each other during the day, like, I just, as small as that is, like, it's just, like, a thing of, like, easy communication. Like, I just don't even, like, care to entertain that. Um, so you're not, like, actively seeking out anything? I'm not actively. Like, I'll go and, like, hinge out of, like, boredom. and like That was going to be my next question. Are you on any dating apps? So I'm on Hinge, and I actually went on a date with a guy in L.A. last week. And it's actually really fun. And we're like constantly, like consistently talking and it's great banter. And I don't know, but I'm not rushing anything. I don't feel the need to like be with a man. And obviously I have my own self discovering to do and self love. And I have some things to work out and I don't want to be in a serious relationship unless like, I'm fully committed, but also, like, fully committed with myself and who I am. Yeah. I mean, it takes time. Like, you don't want to throw yourself into something when you're not, like, fully there for yourself. So, makes sense. And that takes time for everybody, and that changes with everybody. Like, you want to be in a stable place. I think it's so important to just, like, have time in your life where you're comfortable being single, And, like, you're comfortable being with yourself and you have your own things going on. Because, like, then when you get into a relationship, it's not like you become dependent on that person and, like, everything that they have going on. So I totally get you. I mean, hopefully somebody listens to this and they're like, you know, that girl sounds fucking cool. I want to hang out with her. I know. Maybe this will find love through you. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? That's why we're all doing this, right? Exactly. Um, well to talk about yourself for an hour is so fun (laughs) (laughs) I know more people are like I don't know so nervous I'm so nervous and then the minute you just start talking about yourself you realize you have shit to talk about and it's like I might do this every Tuesday and I'm just gonna like pay you I'll Venmo you and like (laughs) this is my therapy so we have one last segment which is what we call we have one last segment it's called shots and they're rapid fire questions um, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Early bird or night owl? Uh, neither, but more night owl. Work hard or play hard? Work hard. iPhone or Android? Ugh, iPhone. Dine out or delivery? 
Dine out. Laundry or dishes? Dishes. TikTok or Instagram? Fuck. TikTok. <laughs> no, it's, it's TikTok. I've Money. <laughs> Money or fame? Uh, money. Coke or Pepsi? Ooh. Coke, long-term, Pepsi for, like, a fun surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy or mild? Mild. Coffee or drink state? Definitely drink state. Drinks first. (laughs) Always. (laughs) What would you rate yourself out of 10? 100. Great answer. What is your drink of choice? Um, wine or cocktail, a uh, mezcal Negroni. And if you had a boat, what would you name it? I name it Phil after my stepdad. Oh. Okay. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you found her interesting, which I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, Please slide into the DMs at drinks.first on Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, you can email me at drinksfirstpodcast at gmail.com. If you like this episode or me or the guest or, you know, you're just feeling kind, please rate, review, subscribe, follow to the podcast, share it with your friends. Just fucking share it with everyone you know, please. Um, And... Yeah, I'm your host, Ariana. You can find me on Instagram at ariana.nathani and TikTok also. And yeah, thanks for coming on. Yay, thanks for having me. That was so fun.